Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am still positive, Chuck Mockler. Only way to be. <laughs> We're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Not if you're on Clippers Twitter, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who bring you locked on Clippers five days a week. Oh, yeah. Good times. Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Yep. We're having a good time today. Uh, we're talking about the upcoming matchup against the Hornets. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about what we need to do well Saturday in that night. one. That's right. At Staples. As well as what could go wrong. Uh, give you a couple of key matchups to take a look at. And then we're just kind of talking about the contenders in the Western Conference. Yeah. It's taken a minute since we, it's been a minute since we've like taken a step back and kind of taking a look at it, seeing, seeing where the clips stand, where the chips fall. There you go. A lot of games left, obviously, but it's nice to kind of see where every other serious contender, maybe, maybe not, is. Definitely. Uh, and then it's Friday, so we have a love, Mary quarantine yes. for you. Every single Friday, we rank something arbitrarily related to the Clippers. <laughs> yes. And we're either loving it, we're marrying it, or we're quarantining it, which means get it the heck away from us. Uh, so all that and more coming up right about now. But first, got to give a shout out to the Locker Room app. What's up, Locker Room? Locker Room app is the only live audio-only sports talk platform. Oh, yeah. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to other fans, to athletes, to podcasters, and insiders all in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Follow at Locked On NBA to be notified when the room goes live. Come with your spiciest takes. Spiciest only. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Clippers versus Hornets. Clippers looking to continue their streak of winning a game, losing a game, and then winning a game. Yes. Which is a frustrating streak, maybe, that for some people. Um, no, we're recording this, full disclosure, on Thursday. So there's no, we don't have any clarity on Bev's injury yet. No. We don't know if Surge is going to be there. I assume Surge is going to be back. Right? I would think so. I would think so with spasms. Um, yeah. Unless they're just taking an abundance of caution, uh, I would as- I I would assume we see him playing on Saturday. And Bev's been back. He- Bev didn't go with the team, so he's been rehabbing um, over their whole road trip and everything. So, do you want to see Bev in this one? I'm gonna leave that one to the training staff. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, because we have no idea the severity of the soreness. I guess it was yeah. too sore to play three games. Yes. Um, that's a good. Call. And we have a back to back coming up the week after this game. Yes. It's also a game that we should be able to put away. Yes, um, definitely. There is, it is going to be interesting to see how we match up with that backcourt, but we'll talk about that in key matchups. Yeah. Uh, a huge thing that we need to do in this one is just take advantage of their turnovers. They give up yeah. so many points off of turnovers, almost 19 points a game to opponents, which is like the third worst <laughs> in the league. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of points. <laughs> Uh, they drank third and assists, so they're slinging it, but yeah, they, they give up, uh, 15 and a half turnovers a game, 28th in the league. So active hands against a pass happy team, I think is going to make this one a lot easier. Definitely. But has been really good at that lately. Um, he had really active hands against Zion, which was interesting. Lou Will. Hey, look, defensive stalwart Lou Will. We all know about that. Uh, I just want to see him disrupt their rhythm. The Hornets are a rhythm team. They're a very, they're truly a very middle of the road team. They're at 500 when we're recording this. Yeah. 
They're, I think, 15th in offensive rating. <laughs> yeah, they rank like right around the middle of everything. It's a situation where the record is very telling. Yeah, and then this might be recency bias, but I would love it if the Clippers hit some open shots. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, the Hornets allow 43-point attempts a game, which is 29th in the league. Damn. The shots. That's will, so many attempts. <laughs> the, sh- the shots will be there. They will be there. Even if the ball movement isn't as crisp as we want it, we will still have open looks. That's nuts. And if the open looks are falling, if we hit 40% of the 43s that we take, or even 36% or whatever, yeah, I think we'll be okay in this one. But yeah. they got to go in. Yeah. You think we uh, break 90 points in this bad boy? I think there's a chance we break 90 in this one. <laughs> I'm hoping Not forward to, to it. Crazy. I'm looking forward to it. What could go wrong? I got one more thing that might go well. Mm-hmm. Or it's really kind of out of our hands. The Hornets have one of the most disturbing rest schedules of any team in the NBA. They've played 24 of their 37 games on one day of rest. Yeah. And in this trip, they just played the Nuggets on the 17th. They're playing the Lakers on the 18th and we're recording this for a back-to-back. Then they have one day off and then they play the Clippers. There's not a tougher, what is that, three-day stretch? Four-day stretch that you're going to see in the NBA this year, I don't think. Yeah. Three games and four nights against the Nuggets, Lakers, and Clippers. That's so rough. Um, That's brutal. They got the back-to-back right when they... I don't know. So they might be gassed. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, What do you think can go wrong in this one? I'm worried if we're unable to pick up the pace in transition. Yeah. Uh, Look, the the Hornets are a terrible defensive team on the fast break. (laughs) And look, I, I appreciate the efficiency of our half-court offense. Yeah. I think you need to pounce on a team that's a younger Horrible. Than you, and that's <laughs> terrible on the fast break and is going to be kind of tired playing one of the most difficult stretches of basketball in yeah. their entire season. Horrible regarding to their, their defense, not in general horrible. Yeah. Very middle of the road. Yes, absolutely. Close. But they're, you know, they're bad at defending in transition. Teams average like 15 points a game on the fast break against them. So... We should. We got to be taking advantage of that. Like, I, yeah. you know, I like the efficiency, but if we're letting their defense just get set every get single time, you know, like, I don't know. Sort of, a, what's the point? You know? Yeah, it's making it easier on them. Um, we get run over by their backcourt. Mm-hmm. Rozier and Lamelo are an aggressive backcourt that, let's just say, do not lack confidence in their own personal skills. Not at all. Nor should they, based on how the season has gone for them so far. <laughs> That's fair. They've looked pretty good. Not sure how they don't run a lot of pick and roll, which I was surprised. Granted, you and I both don't watch a lot of Hornets games, but looking at the pick and roll stats, it's kind of alarming how little of the pick and roll they run. Yeah, just given like the backcourt, I wonder if it's I don't know they're not a fan of Zeller as a roller. Or, Could be who that, knows? but I wonder if we'll see an uptick in that just because our defense is susceptible to that. You know not going well yeah i mean at this point i wonder if that's on the scouting report for other teams that uh you know we we do struggle to defend the pick and roll at times uh another thing that could go wrong is if we're not controlling the ball well yep turnovers were a problem for us against the Mavs. it didn't get completely out of hand even in that loss we still only had like 12 which is below our season average but it's still not good (laughs) it's still not great um but the Hornets are a top 10 team in opponent turnover percentage, which is pretty wild. Kind of shocking. Uh, They're a weird team to look at just stat-wise. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, opponents playing the Hornets are turning the ball over around 16% of the time. So we hmm. got to we, we gotta stay out of that trap. Yeah, I agree with that. 
Offensive boards might be an issue. The Hornets are a middling team, but one of the reasons they are middling and not bad is because they're top 10 in offensive rebounds per game and offensive rebound percentage. Definitely. So it's that real offensive rebounding capabilities they have. Um, Zeller and Biombo could make this tough on us. Again, we don't know the center rotation when we're recording this. I hope both the bigs are available. Yeah. Because Zoo off the bench, I'm not sure what the hell the Hornets do. Yeah, definitely. Um, Let's get into some of these key matchups. Gordon Hayward versus Paul George and Kawhi. All right. Hayward's having his best true shooting percentage season of his career. He's firing off 40% from three on five three-point attempts a game. Um, You know, I'm not worried about him, like, taking over the game or something like that. Mm -hmm. But if he's heating up and he's stretching out the defense, it opens up the lane for a team that has two really downhill guards. Yeah. Um, And Rosier lights it up from three. But, I mean, offensively, for PG and Kawhi, not worried about them at all in this one. Definitely. I think they're going to do okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, another key matchup, I, I'm just defensively wondering how we're going to cover guards. Yeah. Because um, like you said, I mean, one of these two guys probably has to be on Hayward. Yeah. And then I guess you might have Mook guarding guards at times. We've You know, we've seen both George and Kawhi. I mean, George basically is a guard at this yeah, point. So for sure. He, we've seen him guard guards. Kawhi uh, guarded Luca a lot more. Morris taking some time on it. Uh, I mean, like, you know, against a younger guard, maybe you can trust Reggie. I don't know about that. Uh, (laughs) But it's going to be interesting to see how we can kind of stymie this backcourt. Yeah, and then Clippers bench defense versus the Hornets bench offense. Again, we don't know what the point guard or center rotation is going to look like. Either way, the Hornets have guys who will make life difficult for this this defense. True bench players that will make it difficult. Looking at this bench, it's I mean, it's pretty interesting. There's yeah. some good guys on there. Devontae Graham, noted target for some Clippers fans in terms yeah. of a trade. MIP. MIP. Shooting 36% on eight threes a game off the bench. So he's going to light it up. Yeah. Probably. Um, Miles Bridges is also not going to back down from anything the Clippers bench <laughs> wants to throw at him. Oh, yeah. I don't think. So, yeah, there's some area. Look, it's this thing where if we lose on the margins, we lose this game. Mm-hmm. But if we just keep some of the margins tight, I think the Clippers are going to be fine. Yeah. They better look rested. They got two days of rest. It's maybe it's too much. Oof. Dude, uh, they're going to be, it's like when you take a nap that's too long. What's your prediction for this game? I think we put this one away. Um, When the Hornets lose, they tend to lose kind of big. Yeah, yeah. I think think we definitely have the capability to put this one away and not have to play the starters, you know, for like the second half of the fourth quarter. I thought you were going to say the second half. I was like, damn, that would be (laughs) phenomenal. Um, Yeah, I think the Clippers are going to be okay in this one. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking some contenders in the Western Conference. Might take a quick look at the back div. Who knows? But first, we got to give a shout out to Bet Online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL and uh, Argentinian basketball, if you're looking for something fun to bet on, are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sports book experts. 
Okay, so we're back and we're talking about contenders in the Western Conference. Just to give a quick rundown of where Sandys are right now in the top eight, you got the Jazz on top, mm-hmm. the Suns sliding into second, but yeah, the Lakers are tied right with the Lakers. Yeah, tied with the Lakers. They're right there, both two and a half games behind the Jazz. Clippers at a meaty four. They're two games. <laughs> they're two games behind both of those teams. Uh, in, and then you have the Nuggets, Trailblazers, Spurs, and Mavericks rounding everything out. Um, Basically, two through five is all fairly tight. It's, I mean, yeah. it's within the, three games. And the Lakers are probably going to win the night we're recording this. They're playing the Hornets. So they'll be probably two games up on everybody else. Um, Clippers are one game back from that fifth seed, which I think has pe- some people worried. Um, don't think we'll drop below. I don't think we're dropping below four. Mm-hmm. I I kind of don't see us dropping below four either, although it is, you know, it would also make sense. It would also make sense, though, if the Nuggets just ripped off kind of a tear of wins. Yeah. Um, just given they have, you know, a lot of consistency roster wise. Um, Honestly, Blazers maybe two. They're a game and a half out of the four spot. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. But in terms of. So, like, the West is difficult, right, as we all know. Mm-hmm. In terms of actual contenders for the playoffs, how do we think this looks right now, albeit 30 games out? I think there's only two teams that are that can, if healthy, which is going to be the biggest thing we talk about in this segment, mm-hmm. make a push for the final, like, be an actual finals favorite. Yes. I think that's the Lakers and Clippers. I agree. I agree. I'm not sure... The Jazz can do it. I say that as a Clippers fan, which I know that is. (laughs) Maybe a little ironic, but yeah, I just think if healthy, Lakers-Clippers are the cream of the crop. I'd have to agree. And like, not to discredit the Jazz because they are having a great regular season. They've hit a little bit of a skid more recently, but who's the guy? For the Jazz in the playoffs. Well, then, then you look at the Suns. So they have the guy, which is I they think they're have two, the, they have maybe two of the guys. Two the guys. The Suns. I think my, I think they're probably going to stay in the top four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's definitely possible. they're a health team too, though, right? Yeah. Clippers fans know all too well Chris Paul's health situation. Yeah. Um, when it comes late in the season. But you know, I yeah. And I wish the Clippers were playing better because it's it's part of me is hard to kind of take a step back and look at the hole mm-hmm. for this whole thing. But it really is. I mean, and if once you get to the Western Conference Finals, it's a coin flip. Yeah. As far as I'm unless there's some insane thing where it's like, well, the Mavs made the Western Conference Finals from the eight seed. Then it's like, well, this is a bit of a different situation. But any of these top four teams coming going to the Western Conference Finals, I think it's a coin flip. So I guess when I say contender, I mean to get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Um, and if healthy, true or false, if healthy, the Clippers are a favorite to go to the West. Haggle, no haggle, if you will. If healthy, the Clippers are a favorite to go to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, no haggle. Look, I, I, we've had some less than stellar play recently, but uh, I still think that the process has looked good. I still think, look, man, even with the shooting falling back to earth, I still think that you'll roll the dice with that over yeah. a seven game series. I mean, like the law of averages would suggest that overall, um, still very solid teams and still a team that has so much experience grinding things out in the half court, which 
I think people are neglecting to remember when we talk about like where the team is at right now. Yeah. Sure, we're struggling to keep up with some teams in the regular season, but offense looks different in the playoffs. It yeah, just does. For sure. Um and especially some would say it hits different. Some would, not I. Uh but it just slows down. And like when you're playing the same team, uh, you know, night to night to night, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of new wrinkles you can throw in there. So it's just about, you know, who can execute better and who can come up bigger in big moments. And I think looking at the Western Conference as a whole, um, in a vacuum, the Clippers have the guys who I think can do that. Yeah, 100%. Once we get that true point guard. I mean, hey, sky's the limit. Um, really, though, we might pick up a point guard. Uh and so if the playoffs started today, which thankfully they don't, based on how the Clippers have been playing, the Clippers past the Western Conference Finals is pretty chill. Yeah. It's round one versus the Nuggets. Yes. Which I think fully healthy again. I think we got them in a seven-game series. And then round two is winner of Jazz Mavs. That's not the worst pass to the Western Conference Finals. No, Maybe my preferred path to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> if I'm being honest. You know, I mean... yeah. We'll play the Lakers in the second round or some weird thing like that. Because that's that's rough. I don't want any weird seating thing to happen where we see the Lakers in the second round. Yeah, that's fair. I, I guess part of me, it's also like truly what's the difference. Just get out of the way. You're going to have to play the Lakers. I mean, like more likely than not. Yeah, You're going to have to play the Lakers in the Western Conference if you want to make it out of the West. Yeah. And again, like we said, getting the Western Conference Finals, playing against the team that won the chip last year. Not a whole lot you can do after that other than hope that you guys execute. Yeah. Which has kind of been, I don't usually like the like, oh, they just have to play better. Some of the stuff with the Clippers right now, it's like, yeah, I, I hate to say this sometimes, but like sometimes in certain aspects, Kawhi and PG have to play better. Yeah. Where you're like, ugh, like I hate that I have to say that, but with the, someone said this before the season started, but they said the ceiling got higher, but the floor got lower for the Clippers. Mm. which I think is a really great kind of just short little way to describe the team right now. Cause yeah. the highs are one of the best jump shooting teams of all time. Mm-hmm. And the lows you're like, what, what is going on with the defense? Like, because the defense is what defense is the biggest issue. Yeah. But that's looked better as of late. Yes, um, for sure. Yeah. If we're overreacting to things too, I feel like we need to overreact both ways. We got to, yeah, that's a really good Because, like, yeah, it's uh, that game sucked, and it sucked to watch offensively against the Mavs. But, like, Luka put up 42 or whatever, and they still only scored 105 points, which in the modern NBA is the equivalent of keeping a team under 100. Yes, the equivalent of 89, you could almost (laughs) say. Um, In most cases, that's a very good call. Yeah, the defense needs to be respected as much. From that game, for sure, if people are going to overreact to that stuff. But I, the cons- the level of consistency defensively hasn't been there. But I think that we'll see it. I mean, it's just been it's just been goofy. And I mean, fasten your seatbelts because I don't think it's going to get any more consistent no. or any less. Dude, bumpy. that's what like I feel like I just have sometimes when we record, I'm like, I feel like I have deja vu because it's just like last season. Oh was yeah. Like, well, the issue with the defense is the health. We got to get that back. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I just I you know we're the third or fourth oldest team I think in the league. Average age is like 27. We should have brought some of the heat trainers over when we got Dan Craig. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Not a bad idea. What's going on with that? But um, I mean, you know, I, it's the same though for all 30 teams. Like, yeah, health is going to be a key factor. And then, yeah, you are like 
the, the performance of your stars is the albatross around your neck. And that's, you know, like you live or die by that. Uh, and, and that's not exclusive to the Clippers in any way. No. They just happen to have two really good players with very high expectations. Yes, 100%. Um, lot to think about. Let us know if you think the Clippers are a contender to get to the Western Conference Finals. If you don't. A lot of people don't. If you don't, let us know why. People woke up angry on Clippers Twitter today. People were firing off. And, like, there's things to be upset about, but it was like, it's 9 in the morning, man. Like, come on. I'm... He's into it a bit. I'm not as upset about that loss as I was the Pels one. No, I'd agree, I'd agree with that. Yeah. That one was frustrating. It was frustrating. Uh, coming up, we're wishing uh, Zubats a very happy birthday. But first, Will, protein bars. Oh, man. Talk to me. Look, we've been telling our listeners about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. We've been talking for about it for a while, and it's still good. I ate one just earlier today. Box showed up in my house, immediately cracked that bad boy open. Wow. Did you even open the box, or did you just... Whole box. No, I just <laughs> I crammed down just one. One, one is enough for me. But Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar. With 100% chocolate on all the bars, two amazings in one sentence. That's how wow. good it is. Unbelievable. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is Salted Caramel versus Cookie Dough Chunk. Who's winning? I got, I'm a Salted Caramel man myself. I'm all Cookie Dough. Cookie Dough is my favorite flavor of ice cream. I might like Cookie Dough better than cookies. Overrated. I don't think it's overrated. I think Cookie dough is overrated. Good. Cookies are overrated. Salted caramel is very good. I have an issue with salted caramel. I used to work at New Mommy Burger. And we sold salted caramel chocolate or ice cream sandwiches. You need to take your prejudices out of We this. had to cut them in a very specific way, and it was like, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> um, I think cookie dough chunks got it. I think you'd enjoy it in a built Bar way more. Soft, Maybe. easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate. Uh, so if you want to vote on this, go to BuiltBar.com or at Built underscore Bar on Twitter. And remember, right now, if you use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Don't forget to check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar all right welcome to shavings slash love mary quarantine hey what's up not a whole lot going on in the clipper sphere feels like there's a i was telling will it feels like there's a bit of a calm before some kind of trade <laughs> this time have, of season i always get a I start i'm starting to get a little nervous my man. left knee started to hurt yeah and i'm like oh there's gonna be a trade you know, it's like when you have a relative who's like, oh, my, my shoulder's hurt and it's going to rain tomorrow. Then it does. As we're recording this, we're exactly one week away from the deadline. Yes. By the time you're listening to it, even, even shorter than that. Mm-hmm. I think something's going to happen. Anything could happen. I don't know about that. <laughs> not, with the, not with the Clever's contracts are structured. Um, but it is, the day we're recording this is Avitsa Zubat's birthday. Hey. Hey, happy birthday, Zoo. 24. Yeah. Do you think he turns 25 on the Clippers? Uh, damn. Yes. All right. Maybe. Does he turn 26? No, <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah, crazy that Zoo is the same age as Terrence Mann. Yeah. Something, he got drafted when he was 19, pretty cool. Um, but we're doing a Love Mary Quarantine. We have some birthday present ideas that we hope Zoo gets on his 24th birthday. Yeah. 
notably absent pretzels for his brother, which I thought about putting in here. It's a long-running inside joke with us and Carl Tarr. <laughs> Zubat's brother was at a game one time. Just, just pounding pretzels. Just crushing these pretzels, which, as a pretzel guy, makes total sense. It's a big family. Like, it, you know, Dude, you I, need the sustenance during I the saw, game. I walked past Zubat's mom in the, like, in the tunnel. She's, she might be as tall as Zoo. Oh, yeah. Like, she is towering. I thought she was a pro or something. Like I, I thought I, you know, like I thought maybe there were some sparks there or something. I don't know about that. Oh, sparks the basketball players. Yeah, Got yeah, it. That yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. Um, she's just teaching them the drop step at halftime. <laughs> um, but we have wine in a bots for Evita Zubats, which is a one of one box of Pinot Grigio with Zubat's face on the label, maybe a golden spigot that he used to get the wine out. Yeah. I don't know if that would make the Pinot Grigio taste different. Does it have to be Pinot Grigio? Yes. Oof. Or whatever his favorite wine is. Yeah, Which I wonder what it is. It might be Pinot Grigio. Um, I thought he's like a Zinf guy. Zinfandel. I don't, I don't know. Sure. Um, Chewbacca mask. Full on, can these people call him Zubacca? Yeah. Full on movie prop house style replica Chewbacca mask. He does love Star Wars. Yeah. One catch, he has to play with it on in hopes the long hair leads to more foul calls. Okay. Which, as we all know, it absolutely would. <laughs> Third option, salsa lessons. This, this is just a fun one. Gotcha. Works on his footwork. Seems like he'd have a good time. It was either this or Zumba. Oh, yeah. Because picturing Zoo in a Zumba gym in Echo Park really makes me laugh. Salsa lessons would also be cool. Maybe that would be good for the footwork. I mean, there's that thing. I remember in like... When we were growing up, I in feel like fourth it, grade they'd be like, you know, the Dallas Cowboys do, do, ballet. do ballet, and it was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> so teach us a ballet class. I'd love, <laughs> yeah, like, I would love to take ballet. <laughs> so you're saying my footwork would be better if you provided me with better training? <laughs> Crazy coach. Um, which one are you loving? They didn't have bar in Colstrip, Montana. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think would have happened to you in Colstrip, Montana, if you were like, we should have a ballet class? <laughs> do you think that would have gone poorly for you? Um, what are we loving, Marion, in quarantine and for Zoo's birthday? Uh, the big 2-4, he can almost rent a car. That's crazy he can't rent a car. Yet. <laughs> uh, I'm going to add one on the board, too. Zoo yeah. block you, which is just... Some sunblock? Little, a little track. Doesn't have to be a whole tape. It's just Abaka and Zoo. Just, you know, maybe going in on the Who Shot You Beat. Well, Kawhi's got to get on there, too, because there's supposedly some Kawhi. There's like a full album yeah. of Kawhi material. All right, that's a really good one. So I'm loving that. I'm also loving the Chewbacca mask. I'm loving, basically, I'm loving everything on the board. Uh, salsa lessons. Man, I would, what if Zoo was just, like, low-key a phenomenal dancer? I think he might be. That's, like, that. that's one of the best su surprises your friend can ever have. Yeah. Like, when you show up to, like, a, a club you're or at a the bar, place with a friend, and you know? your friend is just, like, kind of snapping. And you're, and like, you're like, wait like, a minute, what? Whoa. <laughs> how do you, how did you get that rhythm? Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, So, yeah, I like, Loving all of them. I gotta marry though. Wine in a box for a pizza zubat. This is never gonna die. We're never letting this idea die. It's just a classic. Uh, I think. Yeah, I. I mean, like, do you think that Zoo could hold pace with like an Andre the Giant level, like, sort of drinking sesh? Ooh, I bet it's close. Um, but not Andre the Giant level, because that man. <laughs> you read about what he used to drink barrels of beer. Yeah. He Back once, when it came in a barrel. He once passed out in a hotel and they had to put him on like two luggage things to move him because no one could move him. Um, yeah, I think he could maybe, I think he could outdrink anyone on the Clippers except Serge. Actually, what about not Lou? Serge. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Not Lou. Very good call. <laughs> 
So you're not quarantining any of these? No, I'm not quarantining anything. That's a good call. The Chewbacca mask seems maybe... No, I like the Chewbacca mask too. I love it all. That might be a practicing too. That might be fun, you know? Um, and it'd be so funny if like the team gave it to him as a gift. I'm like, yeah. maybe he practiced. <laughs> he did a practice in it. It'd be fun. It'd be a great pick. The media team could use it. Um... I'm loving I'm loving salsa lessons. Yeah. Seems like a good time. Would help his footwork. Definitely. Maybe you get him in there. Maybe you're having him put up, you know, push shots while he's doing the salsa to really get everything going. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Also, I'm imagining it as like it's a recital style class. So at the end, there's like a class recital and whole team comes <laughs> to watch you dance it out. Um, gonna, I mean... I got to marry the Chewbacca mask when I'm putting a tweak on it. They turn it into a wig. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, he yeah. can legally play with it. Man, Chewbacca's hair, if you imagine like from forehead to back of the neck, that's the kind of wigs you should have. Yes. And then I'm going to, I'm going to also, I'm going to, I think I'm going to marry wine in a box too. Got it. That's gotta. a fun time. It's just, look, no one is ever too good for a box of wine. No, if someone came over to my apartment and I was like, hey man, sorry, you know, we're kind of like, like if I was having a party, yeah, and I was like, "We got this wine, we got box of wine." Someone's like, "Well, I'll take the wine from the bottle." I'm like, "Cool." But then later at, at the party, they're like, "Oh, I want another drink." I'm like, "Hey, we got that wine in a box," and they're like, "Oh, I'm good actually." I'd be like, "Okay, put well, an ice cube in it, put some Sprite. What's your issue?" Yeah, have nothing. Be then. white trap. Yeah, enjoy nothing. And you can't have any Sprite unless you put <laughs> some wine in there, loser. Um, yeah, it's a good time. I hope Zoo has a great birthday. Yeah, absolutely. He gets to kind of have some fun because we don't play till Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hope he goes out with Luke. Yeah, I mean, like, lucky break for him in the schedule. And, uh, <laughs> it's kind of Thank God he schedule. doesn't play for the Hornets. Yeah, you know? definitely. <laughs> um, all right, we got to get out of here. We're going to be back for you on Monday at what time? We will be back at 7 a.m. on Monday because we come at you Monday through Friday at that very time. If something crazy happens trade-wise over the weekend, we will do a quick little hitter for you. Yes, definitely. Um I think if the Clippers do make like a a, a wave making kind of a move, it's gonna once again come a little late. Yes, very good call. Um, I'm gonna be at that game against the Hornets on Saturday. Oh, good shit. Say what's up to Lamelo. You know, see what's going on. Hopefully, with the dub. Monday's episode, we're gonna have a recap of that Clippers versus Hornets game. Damn, I'm just realizing now the last game I went to for the Clippers was when we lost on that bullshit foul call to Harden. Yeah. Oof. Hope I'm not bad luck. Preview of the Clippers versus Hawks game, which is on Monday. Then whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, you can find us on Spotify, Deezer. Where can they review us? Uh, you can review us on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe. It definitely yes. definitely helps us out. Uh, yeah, we'd love to have you listen. It's a good call. We absolutely would. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you. <laughs>